BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know those late night conversations that you have, typically in college, typically after a few beers, or at least after a few coffees, or both, where you're talking about things that, you know when you're up in the morning it doesn't make much sense, but at the time it seems like the perfect thing. They range from politics to ethics to dating to fast food to death, right? You've all had the conversation about what's the worst way to die. Well, at Newsweek, Ed Brown has written an article in which he talks about the ways you would die on each of the other planets of the solar system. You know, since Earth is the only one that people can live on without a spacesuit. And for the piece, he spoke with Jennifer Glass, an assistant professor at Georgia Institute of Technology, who said, you know, Earth's atmosphere today is about 20% oxygen. Without oxygen in the gas we breathe, humans die of asphyxia, lack of oxygen, in about seven minutes. But what about on the other planets? Now, I don't normally read material to you in these segments, but this was so well written that I just want to read it to you. It's really quite good. First up, Mercury. The fact that Mercury is the closest planet to the sun already indicates that it would not be the most hospitable of planets. On the side of Mercury that faces the sun, temperatures soar to 800 degrees Fahrenheit as the sun blasts its nearest planet with its full force. Meanwhile, on the nighttime side, temperatures would plummet to 290 degrees negative Fahrenheit. This is because Mercury is, for all practical purposes, a vacuum and has barely any atmosphere to retain heat. Therefore, death on the cold side would be similar to death in outer space and would probably be over in a few minutes. But if you die on the hot side, you would be burned to death in seconds while asphyxiating and having all the water vaporized from your body. The kind of thing only a clinician could write. Venus. Proportionally the most Earth-like planet in the solar system, but the similarities end there. Venus's thick atmosphere gives it a greenhouse effect that sees its surface temperature soar to around 867 degrees Fahrenheit, and the thick atmosphere also means pressure on the surface would be lethal. Unhelpfully, it also has clouds of sulfuric acid. <laughs> I love that part. While struggling to breathe, you would burn from extreme heat and acid in seconds. At least it would be a fast death, but it would be a horrible one. Mars. Mars has probably the most survivable living conditions of anywhere in the solar system except Earth, with temperatures reaching a pleasant 70 degrees in summer, though they would plunge to negative 225 degrees at the poles. However, even if a human were to be placed on the equator in the summer, they would not last long. Mars's atmosphere is almost pure carbon dioxide. In some ways, this would make it one of the worst planets to die on. And you ask, why is that? Well, Professor Glass will tell you. If carbon dioxide builds up in your blood as a person asphyxiates, they experience the stressful sensation of breathlessness before losing consciousness and then dying of asphyxia. If their blood is instead diluted by breathing gas without carbon dioxide, for example, hydrogen, helium, nitrogen, methane, the person will lose consciousness in just a few seconds without feeling breathlessness, so the death would be less painful. But they would still die in about a few minutes from lack of oxygen. In short, death on Mars may be more drawn out than elsewhere in the solar system and potentially accompanied by extreme cold. And if you've seen Total Recall, you know that's true. Finally, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. The gas giants of the solar system are grouped together because the death process would be basically the same, but also variable depending on where on the planet you go since 
they don't have a surface. That's why we call them gas giants. Being placed at the center of a gas giant means instantaneous death that would likely be too quick to even experience. The core of Saturn, for instance, is thought to be around 15,000 degrees Fahrenheit, and the pressure at the core of Jupiter is so high that it would be like having 160,000 cars stacked on top of each other all over your body. Out in the clouds, it might be a slightly different experience, but with the same inevitable ending. Temperatures range from negative 166 on Jupiter to negative 330 on Neptune. There is no solid ground on the gas giant, so you would simply fall through them until you were crushed under the intense pressure, though you would die well before reaching the core. Their atmospheres are composed of hydrogen with some helium, methane, and water, but minimal carbon dioxide, so at least as you froze and were crushed to death, you would lose consciousness more gently, without the panic of hypercapnia due to high carbon dioxide as on Venus and Mars. And as a bonus, they explored the possibility of how you might die on some of the moons in the solar system. And yes, you would die on all of them. As Batul Kassar, a professor and lead scientist for the NASA Center for Early Life and Evolution at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, tells Newsweek, Yes, you wouldn't be able to breathe, but people would also experience being bathed in irradiation as you pass through Jupiter's magnetic field lines on Europa, being flash-frozen in a lake of methane and ethane on Titan, or being blasted out into space in an icy geyser on Enceladus. In short, do not forget your spacesuit. But other than that, have fun out there. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.